0: Standing by on the phone, former deputy assistant to the president, Dr. Sebastian Gorker. We're going to go to Dr. Gorker in just a second. But Mr. Casamatini's governor said that you had a few things on your mind. So let's get to it. What's on your mind? Governor? Well,
1: I was thinking about President Biden and that it's his presentation as much as his politics that makes him so confusing. Yesterday, Dominic, you and I uh, interviewed Michael Goodwin from the New York Post and he actually admitted that Biden's delivery in that speech was very good, and he even conceded to me that when Biden said that uh, there were Republicans who didn't want Social Security or Medicaid to be in in uh, uh, you know part of the budget anymore, and uh, the Republicans got upset, he said, "Well, I thought it was very few of them." And then he says, "Well, then we all agree," and he actually got them all to clap for him. That was very clever. It was very well done, but there've been very few. Incidents where that kind of thought, in other words, like a chess match, how you would go your opponent into agreeing with you. And most of the time, it's been this idea that went back about a week and a half ago when he said he wasn't even going to negotiate. This was to try to get, uh, you know, greater Democratic support. The problem I
2: had, David, was
1: He was being more divisive than cohesive for the nation. Well, when you say you're not going to negotiate, that's the only impression you can leave. I mean, I've always been ready to go after people who said they wouldn't negotiate, but you know, usually it wasn't people I was supporting. (laughs) Uh, uh, Judge Weinberg, any comment before we go to Sebastian
2: Gorka or Dominic? The man took the oath of office. He gave an inaugural address. He said he's going to bring the country together. He's done nothing in the last couple of years to bring the country together. He did not bring the country together with that speech. He attacked the Republicans with the straw man that they're going to abolish or reduce Medicare and Social Security. That's nonsense. Then he pounds his chest with respect to taking down the balloon a week after it's taken all the surveillance (laughs) that needed to take. He's saying that he showed resoluteness and toughness. So I they got to be kidding me that that was a great speech. Dominic,
0: I agree with what the governor and judge Weinberg uh, just said. I want to know Mr. Katsimatidis what his doctors gave him the day of the state of the state address, uh state of the union address, excuse me. It was one of his best speeches, but it was just rhetoric and I, I just don't see, to be frank with you, I know we're about to go to uh, Dr. Gorka. I don't see it, how he can be reelected. I, I just don't see it. Well, uh, uh,
2: Dick Morris uh, is going to talk about it on Sunday. Uh, I understand there was a big article in, in the Hill newspaper that says if Joe Biden doesn't get the nomination, uh, who's in first place, who's in second place? And it happened to be uh, Harris. as uh, number uh, 20- one? She's 25% or something, yeah. and, yeah, hi, and hi, Hillary hi. at 17?
0: That's ridiculous with Kamala Harris. I, I don't
1: know well, who's Well, why do we pole. go
2: with Dr. Sebastian Gorka? Fair
1: enough. And, I agree,
2: Don. Oh, by the way, I'd like
0: to see the debate between Hillary and uh, Harris. It would be some debate. It would be some debate. So we're joined now, as Mr. Casimatidis just said, here on Cats at Night with John Casimatidis by former Deputy Assistant to the President, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Dr. Gorka, thank you for joining Cats at Night.
3: My pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, tell us, do you have a
2: comment on the State of the uh, Union? Mm -hmm
3: yeah I, I I think I must have been watching a different uh, state of the union from what one of your guests was watching. I mean it was an, it was an utter disaster if you come in uh, swearing that you're going to unite the nation and then you stand there in front of only 20 million that is the smallest number for any televised State of the Union since Nielsen ratings began, but you you actually lie with bold face lies about the the GOP wanting to get rid of your Medicaid and your Medicare and Social Security. H- how are you bringing the nation together? And then and those and then those moments where clearly this man has cognitive issues when he he says words that nobody can understand, and then like somebody with with Alzheimer's or dementia he rails and shouts at the teleprompter. That, that, that peculiar moment when he said, and, and who wants to be replacing Xi Jinping? And he shouts it three times and you think, I mean, this is elder abuse. The, the fact that Joe Biden allows this man to stand there when he should be, you know, in an old people's home eating, eating oatmeal. It it, it tells you what the Democrat Party has become. It is a party of extremists and and meat puppets. And I dearly hope, I dearly hope that they're going to run him in 2024 or even better Hillary Clinton, because then my former boss can beat her twice.
2: Well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, me and Dick Morris, we've been joking around. Uh, It might turn out to be true. Trump versus Hillary Clinton, round two. Where's the bell? Ding.
3: It would be delicious. It would be delicious, and and you know she wants it. I mean, the statements she's been uh, making uh, clearly mean that she definitely, desperately wants it. I mean, if this is the the sweet irony of the situation that they've painted themselves into such a corner that an individual who couldn't even get two percent in the democrat primaries is the next in line vice president kamala harris are they going to shove her aside is, is a black woman going to be shoved aside for a a, a white uh, establishment of politician like hillary clinton or are we going to have a fair primary on the left i mean I, you know I, i'm in favor as an immigrant to this country i don't like anointed uh, Nominees, all of those people who say can't be Trump, it's got to be DeSantis or anybody else. Let's have let's have a primary. I mean, it was so much fun. I mean, one of the things we have to be so grateful to President Trump oh. for is in 2015, with what 17 people in the field, he made politics fun again. Wasn't that fun, John? What what happened? Well, he had primary,
2: 16 or 17 15. knockout punches.
3: Yeah, but wasn't it fun?
2: Well, I, we we enjoyed uh, getting watching everybody getting beat up.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, this is it's like the, the, the choice for the speakership. I, I, I really don't understand. Even Newt Gingrich, the great Newt Gingrich, fell into this trap where they, they were horrified that it took us four days to discuss and vote on who should be a next speaker. I mean, seriously, would most Americans notice if Congress didn't even sit for four months? I mean, I like that back and forth. I I like that kind of more parliamentarian way of doing things. I like the fact that GOP showed some bloody backbone on Tuesday, and when he lied, they called him out for his lies. So, you know, if politics has become rather formulaic. The the establishment, the the deep state thinks they get to do things without really representing the interests of the American people. So whether it's the State of the Union, whether it's the choice, uh, the four days of the back and forth for Kevin McCarthy's speaker, Leadership. There should be a little, a little bit of rough and tumble when it comes to representative, uh, Republican democracy. So ro- roll on 2024 and roll on the primaries on both sides of the aisle.
2: Yep. Uh, what do you have to say about uh, what, what's going on with the uh, with the balloon? And uh, uh, it, I mean, Congress voted against them 419 to zero. When was the last time you saw a vote like that?
3: Yeah, with the balloon, this is, I mean, just the sheer idea that Biden yesterday says mission accomplished. Yeah, mission accomplished for communist China. This vessel traversed our airspace from left to right, across the diagonal of the nation, from Alaska to South Carolina. It hovered over some of our most sensitive sites, including our missile sites. Yeah, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished for Beijing. And after being caught with their pants down, what do they do? Oh, today they shoot a smaller balloon in the air off Alaska. Well, why didn't they do that previously? Did they not know where it was coming from? It, it traversed completely uninhabited areas of the Aleutians, uh, Canada, Alaska. This tells you how feckless and amateurish this current administration is. I mean, the idea that a low-tech, a, 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 a technology that has been around for 200 years it's Blairio, is allowed to traverse our airspace Packed with signals intelligence equipment, and then they wait till it leaves our territory and shoot it down over the water. That makes it even more difficult to recover anything technologically that could be of intelligence of value. It, it tells you that we we are being run right now by a group of people that are. a—, I a couldn't understand.
2: Thing. You got a balloon like that over our nuclear sites. Yes. And nobody does anything about it.
3: Yeah. And and, and to to hear, I mean, who knows if this is true, but allegedly Biden tells Milley on Wednesday to shoot it down and he says, no, Mr. President, excuse me. What what do you mean? You're you're not the commander in chief. Nobody elected you. And this is the same Mark Milley who said, who has admitted on the record that when President Trump was his boss, he called up General Lee in Beijing and said, oh, oh, don't worry about President Trump. If he does anything militarily against China, I'll give you a heads up. That man should be in the brig. He should be in handcuffs and if, leg if,
2: if he did that, he deserves uh, to be in the brig. He deserves, you know, who did they hang? During the Revolutionary War, he deserves to be hanged because how can you do that?
3: Well, if you don't love America, if you're prepared to testify in dress uniform before the Senate, before the House, that uh, I don't know what critical race theory is, but I, I like that it's being taught at West Point. That's actually what this moron, this overweight moron said. And then he says, I'm white and I want to know what white rage is. It's a shame that, uh, you know, West Point wasn't studying Chinese surveillance balloons and not critical race theory instead. So this man is an affront to everything that the United States Army stands for. And the fact that he's still in office as the most senior military officer in the United States tells you everything you need to know about uh, the state of Washington, D.C.,
2: well, uh, Sebastian, uh, I love our country, and, and uh, I, want, I, w- I want our country to survive. Uh, what say you, Dominic?
0: I agree with a lot of what Dr. Gorka just had to say uh, in terms of it points to leadership, uh, a lack thereof of leadership, and instead of focusing on race so much, let's focus on what China is doing uh, to find out about American installations. Governor
1: Patterson? Well, I just hope Dr. Groker uh, reads a transcript of his own statements where he defended the parliamentary procedure when it came to electing a speaker and then condemned it when a president, as they all do every year, gets up and touts their great achievements and tries to make the other side look bad.
3: Not what I said, but never mind.
1: <laughs> Judge
2: Weinberg? I'm a big fan of Dr. Gorka. Have a wonderful weekend, sir. Have a great weekend, uh, uh, Dr. Gorka. And uh, what do we stand for on this show? Truth, Truth, justice, and American way. God bless America. Have a great weekend.